from Flynn Broadcasting in Memphis, Tennessee, it's time for Cerrito Live. Here's your host, Kevin Cerrito. Hey, good Saturday morning to you. I am obviously not Kevin Cerrito. I am Jessica Benson in for Kevin Cerrito this fine Saturday, the return of college football Saturday, and in here with me in studio is my better half. Your bae. My my bae half. (laughs) Chris Luther of WMC Action News 5, co-host of the Still Not Married podcast, which is now available on all places that you can find your podcasts. And Chris, now that high school football season is back, I have a whole new slew of people coming to me and saying, so when are you getting married? Yep. Yeah, I have to. I have. They're like the mosquitoes out there. I gotta like swat them away. <laughs> that was pretty good. Yeah, yeah. thank you. You gotta put on some uh, wedding spray. Some deet. Yeah, wedding deet. Wedding deet. <laughs> so people stop asking you when your when's your date? When's your date? Do you have a date yet? No date. We're no always date. trying to find something that we can create, yeah. and I think wedding deet is yeah. the appropriate wedding deet. No questions, goal. please. Wedding deet. I have my wedding deet on. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> and no one likes our explanation. I mean, we're waiting. We're just being patient. We've been patient with the with the engagement. You know, I didn't propose to you until after six years of dating. And uh, now we're being patient with the wedding. We're staying on brand, people. Yeah, we have a podcast to do. Jeez, stop yeah. trying to rush us. We need at least a season. We've got to build the brand. <laughs> I, I told someone that last night. They were like, this is what's wrong with society these <laughs> days. And I said, sir, you are correct. So for those of you who maybe don't know and are just listening to our voices for the first time, I am a sports anchor and reporter at Local 24, ABC station here in Memphis, Chris Luther, as I said, at WMC Action News 5. We're in for Kevin Cerrito on this fine Saturday as he continues to be on Baby Watch. And I just checked Facebook. I think we're still on Baby Watch. I have not seen a baby. Baby Watch, and 2019. Usually, and as you know, once like once there's a baby, there's a ton of posts about said baby. So we continue to be on Baby Watch. We're thinking about Kevin as he is home with his wife and hopefully little Cerrito is on the way and coming soon. But in the meantime, we are here in studio and normally when I come on Kevin's show, Cerrito Live in the mornings on Saturday, we go over what we will remember from the week in Memphis sports. And we're going to do a little bit of that. But because this is such a monumental day, this day. Oh, what a day. Oh, I need some music, but we, I don't know what kind of music. Like in my head, it's it's grand it's sweeping. It's like the Olympics. That's that wasn't what, that wasn't very fair. We didn't set I know, up I wasn't trying music. to set up. I wasn't trying. Gabe Kuhn is our producer today in the booth. I wasn't trying to get him to give he music. Wasn't re- I he wasn't ready for that. that I know, that was tough. Y'all just let me know. Okay. <laughs> I'm taking requests over here. <laughs> Ooh, requests. Right. Total request live. Some Lizzo. TRL. Ooh, I missed that show. Great show. I th- is it still on? I don't know. I mean, I know Carson. MTV not just on like it. plays music videos nowadays. They have like a whole hour. No one like no one hosts the show. You know what I mean? It's just yeah. And music videos are weird nowadays, man. It's like everyone tries to tell a story. Speaking so of weird. a story, so weird. Your job is telling stories. Wow, so weird. No, but you know what I mean. Those music videos that are songs that are like totally have nothing to do with the music video nowadays. Well, luckily for us, we no longer have to spend our Saturday mornings watching MTV yeah. random music videos because we can now spend them watching football, football, college football. Even though there's no day games today, which is kind of a bummer. But I was excited. Oh, come on now, to wake up you and can't watch. have it all. But next week, yeah, it's week zero. Woo. Yeah, but you it's know fun. my feelings on week zero. It's a free week. It's like a buy one, get one free. It's like a throwaway week. But then it's not. I mean, you have a legit game. Yeah, Miami-Florida will be good. I've never been so excited for a Miami-Florida game. in my Today we are all Miami and Florida fans. I don't know which ones we are. We're all of them. But I'm actually more excited. So we have two games today. And Arizona-Hawaii is more my West Coast jam. I love Hawaii football. Like I, One of my favorite things of the college football season is random late-night Hawaii football games. What time is that being played in Hawaii? If it's on at nine thirty our time, it's like two p.m. their time or something. It's like no, oh, that's an aggressive time change they, difference. They have an aggressive time change difference. It's not though. That, I think it's only it'll like probably five still hours. be sunny there. Yeah, it is. It'll be like the sun like will be up and you'll be watching late it like, afternoon. Like oh man, well it feels great, and I'm just waiting for the good old days of June Jones to return, and that's all I attempt in my entire life. So we'll be watching football. Chris loves it. It's his favorite part of the year because we'll come home. We get off work at like 
1130 on weekends. Yeah. And I come home and there's still West Coast football to be watched. And yeah. my West Coast, our West Coast roots. Yeah, I just, I just get annoyed when they're bad games. I will only watch a good game. If it's bad, I'm not going to watch it. Yeah. I'm laying you, down the law this year, Jess. You do lay down the law. Usually we'll turn on a show. If it's a bad game, we turn on some different show. And then I keep track of the game. You and keep if track it becomes of a good game. Yeah, see, you're, we... you're the big college football fan and I'm the NFL fan. I like the professional sports a little bit more. I mean, I love college basketball. But college football, there's just too much going on, it's and I know amazing. people. I know people like around here really love college football, and I respect it. I I follow teams, you know. I follow my alumni, Syracuse Orange, you know, and I follow some some. You know, obviously, follow the Tigers and everything going on around here. But I'm more of a professional sports fan. You're the college football fan, and you make me watch college football all the dang time. Yeah, but I feel like now that Syracuse football is it's kind of relevant. Like becoming more legit, you might become more into it. Yeah. Well, I when I know. was at school, we weren't very good. Back in your day. We beat Cincinnati when they were in the top Ooh. five. top No, top ten once, and we stormed the field. It was That's amazing. So pathetic. It was amazing. Wow. That... Is that pathetic? Ouch. Storming the field with the Cincinnati win? Yeah, well, I mean, they were top. No I think they were like number four or something that when we beat them. That's that's legit, man. Okay. Yeah. We weren't I'll ranked. I'll give you that. Act like you've been there before. We hadn't. You yell at people. When we watch college basketball games and people storm the court okay you but always say syracuse basketball is is a historic team Correct. you don't storm the court when you're syracuse you've been there before football <laughs> forget it no, no rules man no rules in our football no rules no rules That's when it's more fun so on this great edition of cerrito live we will be looking back at all the things that we'll remember from this summer in memphis sports because this is the unofficial i don't know when the real end of summer is but this is my End of summer high school football return last night. R.I.P. my Friday nights. Yeah, this is the end of uh, everything else. This is the end of you having to fill your sports shows with who knows what. Oh, with with look at this tweet from Penny. Look at this. Look at this Instagram post. This is leading my sports cast because nothing else is going on. (laughs) Okay, that sounds like a joke, but it's serious. It's true. There's not a you know. I appreciate the fact that at least Penny kind of backed off social media. Like he started and he was super Instagram strong and he was doing random stories. I gave you time. content. And th- yes, and that Hashtag was wonderful. Content. Hashtag content, which we all appreciated. And as we know, in this fine city right now, any penny content is good any, content. Any penny. 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 So we're going to go into this whole look back on the summer, think about things that we will actually remember down the line of what happened in Memphis sports this summer. And it was actually a pretty. Busy Memphis sports summer. I think this is the first week that we've had where there wasn't a ton that happened. No. But there was one amazing story last weekend, and it happened on Sunday. So it was within the realm of the week. So looking back on what we'll remember from this week in sports. Yeah, barely qualifies as the week. Yeah, it's right on the fringe. Fringe week. But last Sunday was just an incredible moment in sports, and it happened to involve a Memphian, which makes it all the better. Germantown native, he lives in Germantown now, Doug Barron, won at the Dick's Sporting Good Open on the PGA Champions Tour, and his story is amazing. So for those of you who do not know— Tell the people. I, I'm going to tell the people. Tell first. the people. Well, Barron was actually the first golfer ever suspended by the PGA Tour under their then-new anti-doping policy back in the day. and Seven years ago. Seven, ten years ago. Okay. Yeah, good try. A for <laughs> you know better than I. <laughs> <laughs> and he claimed that he—I think he tested positive for testosterone and a beta blocker. He came back and said, you know, his medical— reasons had a doctor's note ended up suing the pga tour got the suspension lifted but his he was never the same he never returned to the game he never played you know competitively on the tour again so fast forward to this year this summer he turned 50 years old which makes him old enough to play on the senior tour uh, the champions tour and so he bet on himself and a couple weeks ago in in july end of july he yeah. flew out to the uk for the british senior open and he he qualified, and he ended up. I think he finished in fifth. Yep. And it was a seventy thousand dollar take home. Yep. 
not a bad day at the office, yep. I would take it. Yeah, I would but take it. But it was, I mean, that, that's, that what, that's itself, what we're getting paid for this radio show. Right, 70K to sit here <laughs> in Monopoly money. <laughs> but, no, but I think what a, what a year 50 he's having. I mean, well, yeah. You know? So you already have that moment, and that's great. That story in itself sits incredibly and right. what a comeback i actually went into the into the vault and my first year here in memphis at local 24 we did a show called golf in the mid-south and one morning i got a call that i was being sent out to interview some guy named doug Barron, and i had never heard of doug Barron. i didn't know who he was and yeah. so and someone told me that you know they thought he had been involved in in a doping scandal and I ended up looking it up and saw, you know, the story of what had actually happened and, and spoke with him. And at the time he was, you know, he was teaching golf. He had had a job as a medical sales rep for a little bit. And but he was mostly focusing on his family and, and being a husband and being a father. And I asked him if he felt like he had unfinished business left on the course. And he said, yeah, a little bit. You know, he was he was still practicing. He was still getting physically in the right place to be able to maybe compete again and he said, God willing, I'll give it another try if, mm-hmm. if I can. Well, so he goes to the British Senior Open, finishes fifth. That would have been a great, you know, comeback story in itself. I mean, it's hard. I mean, you know, it, you're, it, you're competing yes. against dozens and dozens and dozens and dozens and dozens and dozens of golfers. Well, and Finishing the best. fifth is hard. And, and the best. Just ask Jess about her uh, <laughs> high school senior, what was it? the State uh, championship, the uh, Chassa Colorado High School Scholastic Athletic Association yeah. State Championship. It was tough. You were rolling right along. And then I hit it in the water. Once? No. Twice? No. Thrice? No. Four times? It was seven times. Oh. Off the tee. On the same hole. <laughs> yep. One after another. So yes, competitive golf is hard. But even more so. <laughs> not to compare. Oh, come on. You don't want to talk actual, about it anymore? No, I have severe PTSD of my <laughs> high school golf career, which is why my hands still shake when I play golf in groups of people today. True story. But back to Mr. Barron. Back to Mr. Barron, who is actually deserving the happy of story. discussing his golf career. He didn't hit, in, hit it into the water seven times. He did not hit it into the water seven times. Absolutely not. So to continue his year of 50... Last week, he was a Monday qualifier at the Dick Sporting Goods Open in Endicott, New York. And Monday qualifier proceeded to go wire to wire to win on the PGA Champions Tour. Boom. Welcome back. Drop the mic. These mics are very stable. I can't drop it. But it was just an incredible thing to watch. And I happened to turn on the Golf Channel and was watching it live. I had seen a couple of people tweeting about it. And... Obviously, wanted to hop on the Memphis support wagon, and again, like you said, always trying to find content for my shows. Hashtag content on these weekends in the summer, and there's not a ton of stuff going on usually. And so to see, I mean, we had the Tigers in the Bahamas with their games, so that was huge, obviously, and people were following that. But this was a a great story, and I I ended up moving it to the top of my shows, top of my sportscast, because that's that's what sports is all about, like the ultimate redemption. Comeback story, you know, PGA Tour journeyman turns into a champion on the senior tour at age 50 after taking quite a long hiatus. And to just watch the emotion overcome him and he came back uh, to Germantown and they threw a party for him on Monday. And Surprise. His family and his kids. He actually missed moving in one of his sons into college yeah. for the tournament. He said, I hope he understands now why I had to miss the moment. I think he understood. He got, I mean. What if What if he didn't win? Then he wouldn't understand, right? <laughs> I think he still would have understood. You didn't win, Dad. I don't get it. <laughs> wow. that's You're a harsh son. I'm a harsh son. Harsh critic. There no, you know, family. I think, uh, you know, former Mississippi State golfer, too. So, you know, he's, uh, he's a guy from the area, from the Mid-South. And uh, yeah, I liked his quote afterwards. He said, sometimes when you have a little adversity, it makes you work a little harder, which I think. Every, we can all take. Yeah, we can all uh, associate with that, you know. Um, he but, uh, won $300,000 by winning. Some adversity. So, like, scrap that 70000 payday. Right. Three hundred k. I mean, there's your son's college tuition. Exactly. Go for it. Or, you know. Or around that. What, what depending on which days? school so he's moved it into, is. it could be, like, just a year. Or, t- or no, no. You know, like, like, four years. It's, like, four years. Let's see. What no, depending on where Mississippi State is. Is that where he is going? Yeah. That's where his son's going? Yeah. Oh, 
following his dad's footsteps. But, you know, he also had some final, through all that adversity, all the years he off he hadn't played professionally, you know, failing the drug test and all that, I think it's almost, I don't know if ironic's the right word because I use that word inappropriately or incorrectly all the time, incorrectly. All yeah. the time, my words are escaping me That's today. That's why we're not getting married. Until Chris masters the use of the word irony. <laughs> I don't I don't understand what is ironic. It's okay. It's okay. That, we'll, that song we'll messed me up, man. Isn't it ironic? Well, yeah, Nothing in the song is ironic. Oh, my gosh. It, mes- it messes me up. Okay. okay. So, anyway. The final adversity that this guy faced is that on the final day, there was a two-hour two rain delay. So, after all that. After he was going through all that adversity, he had to wait for that rain delay just to finish it all off while he's being chased by it was a good golfer. Great couples. Yeah. Yep. So, you know, he it wasn't a sure thing. He had to he had to fight his way to that victory. And I just thought that was ironic? Question Isn't mark. It ironic. Yeah. Sure. I mean, it's like happening in the opposite way of what is expected. So That's what irony is? Yeah. Okay. So we'll keep we'll keep working. Use it in a sentence, Chris. <laughs> I don't know. Wow. Every morning we're going to start with making a new sentence out of the word irony. irony. Good. I yeah. like it. Let's do it. So anyway, that is what we'll remember from this week in Memphis sports is Doug Barron's win. Hopefully there are more in his future. He now gets an exemption for the rest of the season and an exemption for next season on the Champions Tour. So hopefully this is just the beginning of what we will hear from him. Yeah. Now we are moving on to what we will remember from this summer in Memphis sports, and there was a lot. Yeah, if you were so, if you weren't around, weren't paying attention, let's, let's catch you up and get you ready. Yeah, maybe you were let's out of the country this summer for the fall. Get you your, were gone. Get you ready for next spring. You were in a daze. Too yeah. many froses. You, you took a long summer hiatus. In, Too many white claws in the Bahamas. No laws maybe. with the claws. <laughs> That's how you spent your summer. <laughs> yeah. That's not how I spent my summer. I don't know what you're talking no about. With the claw. <laughs> well, I first of all, to seg into that, we did have a little bit more news from this week, which is that the best Memphis Grizzly of all time, Dwight Howard, is going to be a Los Angeles Laker. So you know, how do we feel about that? You know, I'm getting kind of sick of those jokes. Oh, like, well, that's uh, cool, because I just brought you another one to start your Saturday. The, everyone's like, it's happening to every team when these players are there for like, a hot second. Yeah, and they leave, and then they're like, everyone does like fake tribute videos. Okay, I get it. It's been done now. It's tired. What's what's wired? <laughs> That's tired. So what's wired? Ooh, good question. Not even pretending they were there. Yeah, just blink and you miss them. But you know what? Talking about a redemption story, we went from Barron to Dwight Howard, man. <laughs> we're, 30, we're all about that adversity. Thirty-three-year-old Dwight Howard, and honestly, I like. I saw this. You know, after the Boogie Cousins ACL tear, which, my goodness, that poor guy. I mean, he's just had the yeah. worst luck. I like, mean, you know how people always are like, oh, you hate to see it. No, with, with Boogie, you actually hate to see yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, and like he no obviously there. was a controversial figure in his early basketball career when he was very, you know, he's intense. And I think he's very been humbled to the nth degree. It's enough. Let him have some wins, man. I mean, seriously. But when I saw... Dwight Howard was going to the Lakers. All I could do was laugh. I mean, this team is just him, LeBron, Rajon Rondo, Jared Dudley, JaVale McGee. I mean, it is a cast of characters yet again. The Lakers last year I thought was a cast of characters. This year, I mean, it's just pure entertainment. It's almost like a reality show. It's almost like the Lakers are like, ah, forget about basketball. Let's just put out the most entertaining roster we can put together. Well, they are in L.A. Yeah, they so are in L.A. Fits. They're trying to, you know, pander to that L.A. crowd. But, you know, Howard, you, you kind of can't help but root for him. He's t- he, t- he had that interview where he talked about how he's hit rock bottom and, you know, he's trying to come back. He, he was so high. He was the highest of highs, man. Superman out there. And now he's like, can't even get, can't even get on the Justice League. So... <laughs> <laughs> So, you know, just knowing you that that reference was real smooth. Thank you. And so, you know, it's a non-guaranteed contract. He's really got a he's going to have to uh, make uh, I mean, make the team and build his way up on the team and not mess anything up because they could they can drop him at the drop of a hat. I mean, they could really they could let him go at any time. He's got a non-guaranteed contract. So, hey, hey, wish him the best. My hot take. Sizzling hot take to end the summer. 
is that I don't think the Lakers are going to be as good as people think they are. I mean, on ESPN every day, it's like Clippers one, Lakers two. I mean, like, yes, Lakers have two of the best players, but that, I mean, I don't know about their depth on that team. I mean, that second unit is going to be slim. So I, I you heard it here first. Chris Luther, <laughs> hot and, uh, and, uh, yeah, take scissors <laughs> at me at uh, just local twenty four Jessica. Um, <laughs> Thanks. Uh, but I th- I'm not, and the hot take isn't like spicy. It's not like they're going to be in the lottery. I think they're going to finish like fifth in the West or like sixth. Not, I don't think they'll be top four. Truly, because okay. the Warriors are going to be in there. Uh, yeah. Okay. Warriors <laughs> fan Chris over here piping in. Well, Dwight you, Howard, you've already on you've already your, outed me, yeah, so I, I might as well just lean. You tried into to it. make it a secret for so many years. Yeah. We've only been here for three years, but you you attempted to hide your warriorness, yes. and I just said no. Um, but the Dwight best, Howard represents what? Uh, be, the best Grizzlies wow, summer of all time. We hadn't spoken over each other in this. <sighs> it, it was twenty one 21 minutes. minutes in. That's amazing. Listen to Still Not Married, and you'll hear us do it all the time. <laughs> Dwight Howard represents. All things hot grizz summer. Hotness. That's like hot girls summer? No. It was a hot grizz summer. They're the new hotness. Okay. Sure. It was a championship summer in Memphis. I almost forgot, which yeah. shame on me. It was hard. It was easy we to forget. Just, we rolled right over that championship season. That was like season. a month and a half ago, Jess. Who yeah. remembers that stuff? Because we never got our parade. That's the issue. We got the James Wiseman parade. We did in the Corvette. <laughs> that is true. We yeah. did get the James Wiseman parade. So but no Grizzlies no championship parade. Grizzlies asterisk summer league championship parade. But it was just a win of a summer for the Grizzlies in general. I mean, Absolutely. you have a front office making moves that were making people happy, which is an anomaly in the city of Memphis in years of late. So you have new front office who dis making good things. Absolutely, good things going. The first I mean, day of summer. We looked at this last night. First day of summer was June 21st, which was conveniently the day of the NBA draft. And we all remember how the NBA draft went. Grizzlies got Ja Morant. They traded up and got Brandon Clark. And the rest is history. Absolutely. Except we have no idea what that history is yet. But we've seen Ja Morant smash a guitar and he did it well. And we've seen him throw out a first pitch and he did it well. And he has bought into the community and he's done it well. Yeah, well, Bland- Brandon Clark was more like Clark Kent in the Summer League. Mr. Superman out there. You're throwing out so many. I am just Justice yeah. League superhero. You don't even know who- who's in the Justice League. I don't know. Why exactly. are, you- <laughs> are you kidding me? Wow, that was rude. I mean, I, I admittingly don't either. But I am not a huge we- superhero action movie dude. No, we saw the Avengers. We saw the Avengers and it was good. And we thought we loved. The I don't Avengers. know the dif- the difference between the Avengers and the Justice League, like the difference between Marvel and what's the other one? You don't even know uh, either. <laughs> We're looking for a lifeline out here, Gabe. I have literally no idea. Oh, we're all oh, but right. you just, y'all just th- y'all yeah. threw me off though. You just made two references and you're like, oh, I have no idea. Yeah. <laughs> I have no idea about it. Everyone knows we're who Superman <laughs> is. Chris is sitting on a throne of lies. What is the what is the one where they like they all have like super they, there's like five of them and they all power up they're like earth wind fire water heart and the heart one can talk to animals what are you talking about someone out there knows <laughs> yeah i'm sure <laughs> i'm sure someone out there who knows better than us but yes brandon clark was summer league mvp so i'm he could be your clark kent if that's captain planet I've never even heard of Captain Planet. Are you serious? I'm serious. Yeah, well, they all summon Captain Planet. You have to do earth, fire, wind, water, heart. And heart is like the lamest one. Why? Because heart, all they do is talk to animals. That's sweet. How often would you, is that going to help you? What if there's no animals around? Go get them, mosquitoes. Well, if there's, but mosquitoes are everywhere, so it's you true. could always talk to the skeeters. <laughs> the skeeters. The skeeter meter is high <laughs> this summer in Memphis. Uh, <laughs> I, okay. They were everywhere. Last that was, that night. came from a Brandon Clark Clark Kent reference. I would like to r- remind you. Yeah, thanks. You're welcome. Thanks for that memory. Yeah, he did pretty delivered. dang good though. He was getting all the rebounds. He did. He was and crushing it. People were really there was a whole, you know, group of people who were really hot on Brandon Clark going into the draft. Super hot. Seen super as hot. A, He's super hot right now. Kind of a steal. So hot. So, so hot. hot right now. So hot. I missed that movie. That was a great, great movie. movie. Grizzlies also just 
quickly going through all that they did this summer. Signed and traded DeLon Wright, got yep. Tyus Jones and yep. some future dudes, got some more future dudes from the Suns, along with Just Jackson and DeAnthony Melton. Future. They continue to hold Andre Iguodala hostage because they do what they want. I mean, I can't wait Grizzlies for the Andre. what they want. I cannot see him playing. Even if it's, he's like, I'm sure the Grizzlies would be like, yeah, it's all right. You can just stay at home. We're going to try to figure out somewhere to put you. You know, I mean. You just take take a sick day. The Iggy, the Iggy holdout, the, Lugie, the looming Iggy holdout. That's going to be hard Iggy. to say. Yeah. The Grizzlies also got rid of Chandler Parsons, which Huzzah! everyone was like, that was, mean, that, that was the parade I thought Memphis would I mean, throw, there's probably TBH. some really bad ones, but that has to go down as one of the worst contracts. Well, he's gone. In, so we've, I mean, we're, in, we're past, Chris, we are not talking about the past. We are talking about hot Grizz summer. And the future. And the future. And they also traded CJ Miles for Dwight Howard and saved three mil in the process. Yeah, and, and they Dwight got, Howard is Gazon. They got Solomon Hill and Miles Plumley for Who cares? Chan- they got rid of Chandler Parsons. But that's amazing. They got someone back. Something. Anything. I mean, that's how? A token. Why? What? Amazing. That's a, that's a Houdini move. That's a, these are not the drones you're looking for move. These I am are not just the all, Grizzlies oh. you remember. Yeah. <laughs> I am referencing everything. What did you say? That was a Star Wars. You don't need oh, to no. know Star Wars. I'm going to call Jessica okay, Benson out. get into that. Jessica, mm-hmm. name me two Star Wars characters. Two. Princess Leia and R2-D2. All right. Well, that's And lucky. Darth Vader and Luke Skywalker. She had never and seen Chewbacca. Star Wars before she had met me. I'm a, I'm a film minor. She had and never, never seen one Star Wars. Not a single Star Wars. We all have our vices, Chris. <laughs> Name me one character in the Justice League. <laughs> Just Earth. One. Wind. wind love. No. Heart. Talk to animals. So anyway, in conclusion, we will remember <laughs> that the Grizzlies had a... Chris is just breaking everything. My phone dropped. It's the Justice League. If only they could help you. We will remember that the Grizzlies had a good offseason. The season itself might not be quite as memorable it'll be the start of something yeah. new High well, I think... musical reference we're coming in hot okay no one knows that well one. i do you're wrong wrong audience wrong crowd wrong i know audience. sometimes i can't help myself though. so i think another important thing actually which you know might is like kind of a little under the cover thing jaron jackson jr looked like he had a great time this summer and he looked like he was really enjoying himself and i think that's the key to keeping him and he and jaw friends it yeah. seems like they're so friends he looks like he's having a good time so maybe i mean maybe they can keep him longer get that you know that deal on all that stuff yeah okay so there won't be any wrestling talk today the cerrito live wrestling hour will return when cerrito returns in september he is off as i said on paternity leave but we'll be back before NXT's show in South Haven, SmackDown Live's debut on Fox and AEW's debut on TNT. Until then, if you're looking to get your pro wrestling fix, don't miss real live Memphis wrestling at the Rec Room. This segment of the show is being brought to you by 901 Wrestling at the Rec Room. Not only is Rec Room where you can play Cerrito Trivia every Tuesday night, not only is Rec Room a great place to play current and classic video games on giant 20-foot screens, now you can watch real live Memphis wrestling there too. Multiple Saturdays a month, 901 Wrestling sets up a ring in the middle of the arcade bar and puts on a show like you have never seen before five dollars gets you in the door all ages welcome kids under 21 must be with a parent or guardian do not miss real memphis wrestling at the rec room located right off sam cooper boulevard at 3000 broad avenue we are going to continue what we will remember from this summer in memphis sports when we come back on the next half of this hour here on cerrito live i'm jessica benson chris luther we'll be right back where Memphis comes for real sports talk. Sports 56 and 87.7 FM. Now, back to Cerrito Live on Sports 56 and 87.7 FM. Welcome back to Cerrito Live. I'm Jessica Benson in studio with Chris Luther. We've got Gabe Kuhn, producer extraordinaire in the booth on this fine Saturday morning where college football is back. Do you remember when there was like one Saturday morning cartoons? Do you remember those? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Those were great. Sorry, tangent in my head. Superman's in the Justice League. Same with Batman, Wonder Woman, The Flash, Green Lantern. I got it in front of me right now. Here's a fun fact. There's a de- dead member of the Justice League. The that's alum- not, that's, why is that a fun fact? <laughs> it's just weird. Why would someone in the Justice League die? Elongated man. 
He Remember died. The Avengers died. His name's Elongated Man. His name is Elongated <laughs> Man. You can you can imagine. <laughs> what seems like super literal. Yeah. Yeah. What is what is power? Stretch is? Man. There's a Red Tornado. There's Hawk Girl. There's Zatanna. Wait, I'm sorry. More than Elongated Man. There's Hawk Girl. Hawk Hawk. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> You said there's hot girl. There's hot girl. <laughs> like, wow, Justice League hasn't really morphed to 2019 <laughs> standards. Can you imagine? And now, <laughs> hot girl, go get her. Her only power, she's smoking hot. <laughs> the, she the, doesn't have the a villains, The villains can't think, man. They just lose their minds. They just, like, they lose it. They can't uh, think around her. Also known as hawk girl. Hawk. This is when enunciation is key. There's so many members. This is insane. Okay, well... As you continue on your journey of discovering the difference between the Justice League, which animal is man, DC there's comics, animal man, which we didn't know, Crimson Fox, <laughs> oh my God, get out of here, Silver Sorceress, Maya, that just seems like a name. Wasn't Maya a singer? Uh, yeah, yeah, yep, yep. Multi man was in the Justice League. There's Big Sir. Is that a rapper? Big Sur is in California. Clock King. That reminds me of Clock. Flavor Flav. Flavor Flav. Flav. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Flavor of Love was a wonderful <laughs> television show that uh, as a like seventh grader, I should not have been as into as. Yeah, I loved I, that I, show. I loved Flavor of Love and, and then, uh, Rock of Love with Brett Michaels. No, but what That's was, how I learned about I relationships, honestly, which is why I'm with you. <laughs> yeah, you're Ouch. welcome. Man, that is a burn. That what? hurts. Where's your I didn't clock wa- around your neck? I watched Flavor of Love, but I didn't watch the Brett Michaels one. The Brett Michaels the one was Brett trash. Michaels one was trash. a lot. But what's her name? New New York. Remember oh, New I York? Love New York. Classic. So many. All the characters great... on Flavor of Love yes. were so many great amazing. gifts that still live on today from Flavor of Love. Yeah, that's when you know you've made a profound uh, impact on was society. Was it one of their names, Tasty? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I think it was Tasty, which is now a character on Orange and Black. So the world has come full circle. Uh, now I'm gonna have to Google this. Members get- of <laughs> members <laughs> of, of I bet there's a hot girl in there. I too. guarantee one of them was simply <laughs> Hot Girl. What are the nicknames? Which is Hot Girl. Oh, good times. Uh, okay, we are looking back on what we'll remember from this <laughs> summer in Memphis sports. The other big thing I think we'll remember is the first World Golf Championship FedEx St. Jude Invitational. Brooks Kepka coming in as world number one and number one in the hearts of St. Jude, Memphians, and winner of the first WGC event here. It was a huge success. Seeing the sheer number of people out there was really exciting. But what I will mostly remember is who finished in last place. His name is Kevin Tway. He is my favorite golfer of all time because he provided free beer to the media room on that fine morning of Championship Sunday. And, of course, we did not drink any of that free beer that Kevin Tway provided, but it was the thought. Wink, wink. counts. Hint, hint, nudge, nudge. Yeah, if some of your broadcasters that night were feeling a little loosey-goosey. Thank you, Mr. Tway. Mr. Tway. But, I mean, here's what a genius move. He shot 17 over on the tournament. And you want to know who I remember from that fine weekend? Brooks Kepka and Kevin Tway. I just saw highlights of Kevin Tway from another event this past week. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's my dude, Kevin Tway. You got a fan for life. Yeah. No, it's because he hit the hole in one. And the Michelob Ultra Club, if anyone hit a hole in one, they were going to give out free beer for an hour. But he but did it so early. He did it at 8 a.m. or 9 a.m. No one was there. So no free beer was given out. So they took that free beer and they said, hey, media people who don't get paid a lot and work really <laughs> and hard. need to drink. <laughs> and are sweating their behinds off out there. Here's some beer. Well, it was a wonderful gesture. And we thank you, Kevin Tway. But yeah. we'll also remember Tiger Woods not coming to that event. Boo. Boo. But next year is going to be even better with the July 4th weekend um, timing for the event. It's going to be two weeks after the British Open, I believe, and two weeks before the U.S. Open. Yes. Yeah, yes. You're correct. July 4th weekend. And that's going to be even better for timing for getting best golfers out here. So no excuse next year, Tiger. But to be fair. Save up the back. Like all the best golfers came this year i mean it's true there were a couple i mean the best no one shows, won but yeah the best one won when it was it amazing comes. i mean the tiger is the only one that needs to complete it and you know what i think it's good he actually didn't come to the first one because now people have something to look forward to you know what i'm gonna look don't forward peak to? at the beginning there's nowhere to go but down do you know what i'm gonna look forward to please tell me the food the media food shocked. was incredible I am shocked. make your own tacos make your own mini burgers i mean 
They had nachos, nachos, barbecue nachos, barbecue nachos, donuts, Gus's fried chicken, Gus's fried chicken, man, pops, dude, it was legit. I was more excited to go check out the food than I was to go watch the golf. I was was gonna out what's for dinner. I was gonna out you. It's passed, so we can say it. But like Chris, every morning was like, "Gosh, I really hope I get a sign to cover the golf tournament again because I need to eat." (laughs) (laughs) And I see him walk through those doors of the media tent, and I'd be like, "Oh, there he is," and he goes. Is lunch out? <laughs> That's my first question. <laughs> Nothing about the golf. No. What's, no. What, what kind of food, what kind of free food are we looking at? Very important things. Absolutely. But they did an amazing job. The organizing committee, everyone involved. It was a world-class event. It put Memphis on a really great stage. And I look forward to seeing what they do from there. But I think we, that is something that we will definitely remember when we look back of summer 2019 in Memphis, Tennessee. You know what else summer 2019 was all about, Chris Luther? What? It was the summer of Tigers basketball, Instagram, and Twitter workout videos. Absolutely. More than looking forward to or looking back on the Bahamas trip, we shall remember them Running in the sand in a hot day in Memphis, and yeah, running, uh, running on at Tom Lee Park. Yep, yeah, stuff doing uh, the. I don't know the rope drills and the brand is strong everything. this summer. That but is... my favorite thing about it was it was like then the football team was like we work outside too, <laughs> and then they were running stairs at the Liberty Bowl. Instagram battles. Yeah, I mean it's the social media era, but. I think it's I think it's great that we have two programs challenging each other to do better for the gram. Absolutely, man. Because this is 2019. Do it for the gram. And those likes are important. But we'll also I was saying to Chris during the break, the thing about the Tigers summer is we won't remember it at all if the season is something to remember. Mm-hmm. No one's going to look back at this summer and say Oh, gosh, those workout videos are the first time we heard from the number one recruiting class. Or, yeah, even the trip to the Bahamas where they went 4-0 and it was a great experience for them. And it was that first taste, as Lance Thomas said, it was a lick of what this team can do, which apparently he's going to be the soundbite guy for this year. So buckle up. I'm ready to hear what he says after every single game. Yep. But... We're not going to remember. I mean, at this point, even I'm having trouble remembering the names of the teams that they beat in the Bahamas, yeah, except not, for the Bahamas national select team or whatever. The, you know what they did and how they've they've now they've got this city's attention full fully, and they've got you know kind of the world's attention because nine thousand people was watching that last game on the live stream, and they had people checking in from like Kazakhstan. Where's that? Where's Kazakhstan? Jess? I don't know, Chris. Canada. Without Canada? re-looking Where's it up, Canada? made me five members of the Justice League. <laughs> Hot girl. Hot girl. Elastic man. He's dead. It's a long man. <laughs> a long R.I.P. Did um, you attend his funeral? I no. Okay. What? Yeah. <laughs> that was weird. some Justice League fan. You are. Uh, I don't even know what I was talking about. <laughs> what do you? Um, nine thousand people checked in from Canada. Like all kinds of other places. Nine thousand people checked in from Canada. Brazil. That was uh, India. A generous. Stat. No, nine thousand total, dude. And like uh, nine thousand people in the last. <laughs> what is that so funny? Nine thousand Canadians watching the Memphis Tigers. <laughs> they were excited, playing man. Playing the Bahamas. <laughs> <Stoked>. <laughs> Big Penny Hardaway fans up there in Canada, eh? Yeah, Toronto is pumped. Um, <laughs> it was Marcus all on. 20,000 tablets. Okay, we are getting way off topic here. So, but no, in the last year of, um, of, oh my God. Uh, what am I even going to say? Uh, You're uh, ruining my life. Okay, we're just going to move on. Tubby Smith, in the last year of Tubby Smith, they only had Congrats. one game of nine thousand of over 9,000 fans in FedEx Forum, and they had 9,000 fans checking in from Kazakhstan. So, uh, to watch them in the Bahamas. You know. To recap, <laughs> because three things we'll remember from the summer in Memphis sports. Hot Grizz Summer, Hot Girl. World Golf Championship, the Justice League, and the beginning of Tigers basketball oh, insanity that just continues to brew and grow in this uh, city. And I think we'll actually remember Doug Barron's win at the Dick Sporting Good. Yeah, Open that's cool. Because cool that's a great story that won't just go away. Before we shift into doing a little bit of a preview, we're going to get Gabe Coon's takes on the Memphis Ole Miss game that is a week from today. Before we get that, I had one question that I wanted to pose 
that is not sports related. This isn't in this shot sheet. I don't it's remember on, this. It's on Twitter. Okay. Read the tweet. You're- I wanted to ask the room, which is the three of us, <laughs> is it appropriate for Memphians to take daycations to Nashville? Ah. Uh, yes. I mean, we just did I, it. I would say, yeah. You would say, yeah. yeah. You can enjoy it. I mean, come on now. I got I a little just, bit of Is snack. there like hate for Nashville? Uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, Are you yeah, kidding me? but come on, I know, man. I, know, I know that, but it's like, <laughs> why? Yeah. I mean, like, it's a rivalry. It's like, you know, they they don't like each other. There's no sports really behind it. Not a lot of sports behind it. Yeah, because Nashville, you can't say Nashville. UT because that's Knoxville, and that's still yeah. another three hours away. They've been developing the hell out of Nashville. Though. I yeah. know. So that's... it's like it's hard not to go to it. You know what I mean? It's, we yeah. stayed in a tiny house. We stayed in a tiny house out there, and on Twitter, you got some flack. You're like, why are you in Nashville, Yeah, I, got, I was bro? shocked. I got multiple people who made both on Twitter and Instagram who were concerned about why we would take a daycation someone even responded to your tweet uh that you said today and said uh just don't talk about how you may think memphis is better no, than she's, nashville she's from nashville reread that well okay but still <laughs> it's just part of the part of the discussion yeah it's it I mean. just like a, a hot reread that <laughs> forget you man <laughs> you've been calling me is out it, isn't all this day. sort of like the same thing as like memphians coming to tpc southwind's rescue when they when the one guy said it was yes. better than uh port rush yes absolutely or, yes when yeah, he port said rush it was, was going to be it was yeah, going yeah. to be it's jarring like, it was going to be jarring yeah, yeah. memphians they can get a little testy they're very yeah. they love their city so they're very defensive so they're, I, gonna, they're gonna fight for their city and i respect that and we I love too. we love memphis we love memphis but that's why i wanted memphis. to say you can be a firm memphis lover and you can go eat some hot chicken in Nashville, <laughs> and well, it's okay. Yeah, we have hot chicken here, but yeah, whatever. Yeah, but it's it's I mean, Nashville you can go hot out, chicken. Listen, you can go out, you can go enjoy Nashville and understand the downsides to Nashville. I mean, the traffic stinks. I mean, Broadway, too is much crap going on. A lot on. of people singing country music. Yeah, gentrification left and right. I mean, Memphis Instagram has got, hell. Memphis has got its soul and its spirit, and it is growing, and it's still growing here. It's maybe not growing at the same rate, but it's doing a damn good job, and we're proud of it. Okay, good. Well, you can like both. This was really just me. We don't saying, need to hate so much. Yeah, we we find can still some go love. other places. Find some love in your heart, just like the heart character on the not the Justice League. What was it? It was the but world domination. <laughs> oh, it was like planet something. Oh yeah, oh, gosh. But I just thought it was hilarious. All the Memphians coming to Captain TPC planet. Southwind's oh, yeah. rescue when one guy insinuated that like the most historical golf course. Possibly, like ever, right? Was better than TV. It's gonna be. It's gonna be jarring. But yeah. that's why this city's so great. Like, yeah, do they go overboard sometimes? Uh, yeah, I mean, how about when Jerry Snowcones, poor Jerry Snowcones, <laughs> decided to <laughs> use UT? Was it shirts, T-shirts? I think yeah. it was. And people threatened for the, to ban Jerry Snowcones. It was now, for the NCAA basketball tournament, yeah, right? It was something Jerry about Snowcones go UT, like phenomenal. yay, and people were like. Delete this. This is Memphis. It was insane. This I think is Sparta. They, I actually think they deleted their Twitter account. Yes, I think they did. Or suspended it because it of was it. That bad. Yeah. So, chill. It's all right, Memphis. Fine. Go get fine. yourself a Jerry Snow Cone. Take a little three-hour drive to Nashville and sit in traffic and be grateful you live in Memphis. Yeah. Where there is none. Okay. Let's move on before we get ourselves in trouble and Memphis hates us. Yeah. No. 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 Don't do that. We love Memphis. So, speaking of. Memphis. Back to Memphis. Next week, college football returns today with two games, but we all know week zero is And week one is where it is at. And we are starting the season next week. With a bang. We will be 10 minutes away from kickoff. I will be smiling down on you from Local 24 on our Landers Countdown to Kickoff show. Why are you, you smiling watch. down? Why are you smiling I don't know, smiling down. across from you. Smiling, looking That's straight smart. across. Yeah. yeah, looking into your eyes, staring to, into your soul. You go to Nashville one time and you think you're better than everyone. Unreal. <laughs> I Unbelievable, so Jess. Wow. You're walking home. <laughs> and the wedding is off. Or just push back <laughs> there, another there's summer. There's no date. There's, Stop asking. There's still no date. But I will be very happy because... We will be so close to the Memphis Ole Miss game. We can stop talking about the lead-up to the Memphis Ole Miss game. I am sick of talking about the lead-up to the Memphis Ole Miss game because there is really only so much you can say before you see either team on the field doing their thing at the Liberty Bowl. But 
this is the first time that Ole Miss will have played here since, you know, the year in 2015 when yeah. they came in as, you know, ranked 13th in the country. They sent Ole Miss fans into a tizzy. Afterwards, like, oh, yeah, we don't care about Memphis. I mean, that win it means nothing. Who cares? We were only ranked 13th in yeah, the Yeah, we're ranked all the time. No one cares. Yeah, who cares? We look at, we're so much better at that one win. Look at how much it matters to them. <laughs> Paxton Lynch. Yeah, Paxton great Lynch. Great NFL. <laughs> he's going to be a great NFL quarterback. <laughs> he's going to be a star. But, you know, I mean, like, I think that, that really kind of started the— it's like not it's a rivalry and I feel like people really care about it, but everyone tries to pretend that it's not a rivalry. Well like it's I the think same thing with UT in Memphis too. Like obviously UT and Ole Miss like kinda beat them for a while when Memphis Athletics wasn't really doing very hot. But now, you know, Memphis Athletics is on is on their, their hilltop now, you know, well, on think, their mountaintop. I think Memphis acknowledges and that's a good point to bring in the UT element of it too, because I think Memphis is very open to there being a rivalry with Tennessee and basketball, especially right, right now, and with be- it being a rivalry with Ole Miss. But I feel like those others, like the Ole Miss fans and the Tennessee fans, like to pretend like they are looking down on right. Memphis and above Memphis. But really, by doing that, it just shows they're a little shook. Like, a little shook. It, they so do treat them. To be fair, them. they have a lot of rivals already. That like SEC fair. rivalries. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean... And Memphis, it's geographical. Memphis is grasping it's a, for rivalry straws. Yes. Well, but I mean, it's 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 a geographical rivalry. You can't yeah. like deny it. Yeah. What was that? There's like one rival that Memphis had that seems really random to me. There UAB. Like, yeah. It's like what? I used to think that too, but like, like, who cares now? Yeah. That's the old conference. Conference USA, USA right? Exactly. Yeah. That's, and that's the problem. When you move conferences, you lose your like natural rivals, you know, and you kind of kind of. Find new ones. Well, and it's like UCF. Like, does but, Memphis really hate well, Orlando? And I UCF? think Houston's a pretty big one. Yeah, it, yeah. I mean, it's it's building, and itself that's building. Up. But you yeah. know, it doesn't have the historical context. Yeah, it's but got it like, helps. I mean, the American Conference has been for what six years? Exactly, it's a baby. Yeah. Power six. So, What's up? So we got we got the Memphis expert over here. You know, we should ask him. Like, yes, Gabe, someone who played Ole Miss yeah, played, three times. Yeah, you played at Memphis. You know, you got, you're a man in that offensive line. You know, what do you think of the Ole Miss Memphis? Rivalry. Did you get hyped for those games? I loved it. It was great. But obviously, like, Memphis is going to take it more to heart and serious than yeah. I feel like Ole Miss would. Yeah, especially because it's, like, a little bit of an upset. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, Ole Miss leads the series, like, 50 to 10. Like, yeah. I get yeah, all insane. that. I get all those points. Uh, but, like, people on Ole Miss, like, they recruit. It's a hotbed in Memphis. Like, right. They recruit Memphis like crazy. Yeah, they come so, here. So, like, all those dudes get hyped up for the game as well, and they're sort of like a battle of Memphis in a, in a weird way. Right. So I, that's where I think it comes from more than anything, and people, like, need to get that, you know, into their head because it, when, whenever I bring this up and talk about a rivalry, you hear all the Ole Miss fans, well, the all-time series is exactly. 50, to, 50 to 10. And it's like, well, I don't think like records matter in a rivalry. If it's got historical context, why can't it be a rivalry? Exactly. And when you have feelings in general. I mean, if, if it makes you feel a certain way, it it's might all be that a matters. rivalry. That's all that matters. Yeah, it doesn't have to be like 50-50 split. If you Do fill you... up the Liberty Bowl completely, yeah. it's probably a rivalry. And I really hope... Like... Not, we can't all be Duke, North Carolina, where they literally have won fifty percent of the games. That's I mean, true. That, yeah, you know, <laughs> and but, you can't all be USC, UCLA, where you're a ten mile distance away from each other. Yeah, I mean, eh? yeah, West Coast references. What's up? <laughs> Fight on. Uh, but when We're you won, have a tough season, okay, Gabe, when you guys won in 2015, right? Yeah, I mean, what, like, what was that like it after the sick. game? It was ridiculous. You saw people like, you know how like at at the, I guess it's the north or the north end zone. Yeah. So, like, with the big board, the side with the big board, there's people, like, jumping off that, like, big Yeah, ledge. that's like a 20 We do not, like a we do not endorse tr- that. You can, like, we, we sprain your that. ankle pretty easily. No, there were people hopping down from that thing like they were crazy. Did you, no, they was, stormed the field, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. No, they so stormed that, the field. That but is like an the excuse Liberty, to storm the field. To the, go back to our very first conversation. <laughs> instead of Cincinnati. <laughs> yes, this is not Cincinnati. That is a legitimate You've been taking storming. shots at me all day, young lady, and I don't appreciate it. No, but it was... Being on the field after that interception was crazy. Like, it just erupted. It was so loud in there. I had never seen that many people in that stadium. And I know it's going to be that full again. Where does it it rank in terms of your games during? One. One. Not even close. Really? Yeah. Wow. And we won. I mean, people would say a bowl game. Remember we got in the fight. Yeah. Yeah. All that. 
That's probably like three or four, honestly, yeah. and those Houston games would probably uh, fall Houston in there. Games. So, yeah, those it seems like those Houston games really meant a lot to you guys. I remember that one, it was like, I think two years ago, that comeback. The one at home or the one on the road? The one on the road. That, road. that was crazy. That was yeah. a crazy I was there. Game. That was my very first travel game. I remember Kadarian Jones, wide receiver, he, he tweets at halftime, watch yes. this. It was like yeah. it was like 17 <laughs> to nothing. He goes, watch this. <laughs> And wow. we just proceed to what a baller. score that like a, 42 points. Right. And then uh, the Ole Miss game, didn't you guys, I think, uh, with the win? one unanswered in that yeah. game here? Yeah. That's a- so my question as we wrap up here is people seem to be placing – people don't really know how much to place on this game. So if Memphis were to lose to Ole Miss, is their season over? Flaming hot take. No. And, and I've, see, I've heard people say like – it means more if Memphis, like Memphis would lose more if they lose. And I just don't fall into that just because, I mean, the chances of Memphis not losing one game in a five-game stretch of UC, USF, yeah, Cincinnati, um, Temple, there's so many games on the schedule that I think they're, gonna, they're bound to lose a couple. So right. like New Year's Six, I hear people talking about it right now. I don't know how much of a possibility it is. And I I, I'm that. curious, and you know, and everybody's tossing around the well, they're favored in every game narrative, and I just, I don't, I don't really read into that. I much. saw the headline that was like, you know, Memphis can go to a New Year's Six. I literally saw that, like when I was like looking stuff up this yeah, morning. I mean, one of the well, bowl projections was the Cotton Bowl, and when you put woo! that out in the atmosphere for people to drink up. Like they're going to get drunk on the idea of the Tigers going to the Cotton Bowl. And, and my thought process is, if they weren't going to go, if they didn't go to a New Year's Six last year, what's this? Why is this year? Different? How can you why lose is this Patrick year better? K- or how can you lose Daryl Henderson and Tony Pollard and think that you have a better shot? And before seeing the team even play, exactly. And the yeah. defense was never. I mean, they got a new DC, right? But, but hey, you never know. They had no, a lot of sophomores last year. What if that defense takes a step forward? You know, or the Brady takes a step forward at quarterback. I think they will take a step forward on defense. Yeah, I really do. But like, I can make a difference. But how big if they is took that? A, if they took if they took a, a step back, we'd have problems. Oh, yeah. So like, that would be, be a horrible. Big issue. So yeah. like, I, you know, taking a step forward isn't saying that much. I right. don't know how big of a step forward though. You know. Well, and that's what I think with this Memphis Ole Miss game. I mean, if it's a track meet, yeah, that's the kind of game that Memphis knows how. To win and, and play as yeah. well, and if it can be well, shot for shot, and you have the home and Ole Miss's crowd defense is crap too. Questionable. Well, well they Ole have Miss, a lot to prove too. They're they're they have the talent though. They have four or five yes. stars, good three stars on that roster that yep. just haven't gotten to play yet and haven't broken the starting lineup. So I and the thing is about Ole Miss, there's so much we don't know what they're going to look like. Exactly. You know, like they have right. a new offense, new defense, two good coordinators. They have yeah. good coordinators. So yeah. I, but year one, learning a new system is always going to be a learning process. I got one last quick question for Gabe. Uh, one last quick question. So, who, is there anybody uh, like from Ole Miss or who played on Ole Miss that you're like, if they win or lose, you're 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 looking forward to calling them, or you're dreading the call? You know, if the Tigers lose. Well, I have a buddy who I played in the AAF with. I trained with him. His name's Christian Morris. He he ended up so he was at UCLA. Ole Miss and then Tennessee State, but the UCLA and Ole Miss is where he like yeah. he claims those. Yeah, so right. like when UCLA when we beat them, I ha- I got to give him a text. Oh yeah, that was a great Same game with too. with Ole Miss. Yeah. So I he was playing on there at that time. So there's gonna be a lot of bragging rights coming up yeah. with that one. It's yeah, fun. and it's a fifty fifty shot, man. I mean, it really is. Pretty, anyone could win that game. That's I mean, the thing. Week one, when it comes down to it, in a game like this, you have the variables of it being a yes rivalry game. You have two teams that. Have something to quote unquote prove. All the right. cliches come into play here, and I cannot wait. Match that up this time next week. <laughs> it will be kickoff, and yeah. uh, it's going to be amazing. So be sure to check out Local 24 next week, and we will have the pregame show starting for you actually at 9 a.m. with breakfast on Tiger Lane. So up we'll be early. up yep. all the way until kickoff with you out at the Liberty Bowl. Thank you so much for joining us this morning for myself and Chris Luther. No, we do not have a date. Yes. We love doing this show and helping out Kevin Cerrito. Hopefully baby's coming soon. We will not be here next week. Someone else will. Not sure who it is, but uh, listen to them. Give them a listen, and thanks for checking out Cerrito Live. See you next time.